Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Wholesome Mama Show. I'm so glad you are with me today. I'm going to be talking about some of my favorite resources for marriage, uh, including a few books that have really, and I know it sounds cliche, but have changed our lives and our marriage and how we communicate and relate and show love to each other. So I'm so glad that you're listening and I know that this episode is going to help you. Hey mama, are you finding motherhood more stressful and overwhelming than joyful and fun? Are you spending your days in survival mode just counting down to bedtime? I was there once too. When I became a new mum, I felt lost, confused, and I didn't know my calling beyond motherhood or even if I had one. John 10.10 says that we are called to a full, abundant life, and I know that that includes us mothers. I'm Elise Rooney, and I'm on a mission to empower women through strategies and mentoring to simplify their life and home, make over their mindset, find purpose, walk in faith, to be able to be present with their family. Join me for conversations about being a woman of faith, conscious parenting and marriage, living in your purpose, how you can easily implement simple systems to simplify your home, mind and life, keys to living an intentional life and so much more. Grab that cup of tea and get ready to thrive. This is The Wholesome Mama Show. Okay, so let's get into the first one. Now, the first book is Love and Respect, and it is by Dr. Emerson Egerich's. I don't know that I'm going to say that right. Love and Respect book. And so what this book talks about is that the woman, so the wife of the marriage, needs love. She needs to be nurtured. She needs um, how she feels good and feels satisfied is by receiving love from her husband, which you all as women are probably listening to that and going, well, of course I want to be loved by my husband. And trust me, I felt that way too. But then the book goes into how the husband, he doesn't need to be loved the same way that the wife needs to be loved. He feels loved by being respected. So when the wife shows the husband respect, that's how he feels loved. He doesn't need this nurturing love in the same way that a woman does. Uh, he needs respect and that's how he feels honored and validated and valuable. That really changed my perspective on how I'm showing my husband love because I was showing him love in the way that I thought he needed to be shown love, which was how I felt loved. So on in more of a nurturing way. And so that's been really, really helpful in understanding the mindset of men and how your husband needs to feel respect to feel loved. In the book, they go through the cycle, which can work either way. So if the husband is showing love to the wife, then the wife is respecting the husband. And then the husband is showing love to the wife. And so it goes around in this beautiful circle uh, when it goes well. And then when it's not going well, the husband isn't showing love to the wife who is then not showing respect to the husband, who is then not, 
who is then not showing love to the wife, who's then not respecting the husband. So that can go down into this downward spiral, which is what people in marriage find so hard often is getting caught up in this cycle that they don't know how to break. And so that was really something that we have found immensely valuable. And it's the number one book that we recommend to our friends as they get engaged to read it. We read it when we got engaged. And I think that it has honestly, and Petter would totally agree with me, that it was a phenomenal foundation for us to start to understand that we actually give and receive love differently. So that book I highly, highly, highly recommend. It's full of so many light bulb moments from, I guess, understanding the driving need of women, of women and men. So women, their number one need is to feel loved. Men, their number one need is to feel respected. And so when those needs are met, then we're happy and able to thrive. It just helps you to realize that when these needs aren't met, what the root cause of it is and how it can then go down that spiral of negativity, which works so well when you flip that over into looking at, okay, well, this is what we need to do to really thrive. And it's got such good biblical um, biblical truths woven through it as well as scientific research and the actual um, way that our brain functions when it comes to men and women. So this book I cannot, cannot recommend enough. One of the best marriage books, probably the best marriage book that we have ever read which kind of leads me on to the second one which is the five love languages and that is by Dr Gary Chapman so if you haven't heard of the concept of the five love languages before I really would encourage you to get your hands on this and um, look at this as well because together these books kind of go hand in hand um, in a way of it's understanding that each person communicates love in their own way, in their own language. Uh, so the five different love languages, the first one is words of affirmation. People who either um, give or receive this really like being told, told in words that they are loved, that they are valuable. Uh, so whether that is writing a card or saying it to their face. Then the second one is quality time. So these are the people that you don't be have you don't have to be doing anything particularly special with them. They just want you to be there with them and that's how they feel loved. Then there's gifts. That speaks for itself, I think. They like to get presents. Then there's acts of service. So these people, uh, how they feel loved is by you helping them in really practical ways, like helping them with a job or something like that. And then the last one is physical touch, which again speaks for itself. And that's just not in a sexual way. It's just holding hands or a hug or sitting next to them when you're on the couch, things like that. 
And so couples who can understand each other's love language are able to communicate that love in such a um, different way because we all give and receive love differently. So my primary love language is quality time. I don't care what we are doing. We could be sitting folding clothes, but it's just the fact that we're there together that means the world to me. And my lowest one is acts of service. I don't really care for people doing jobs for me. But my husband, his number one is acts of service. So the way that it tends to go is that you you give love in the way that you prefer to receive it. So I would be wanting to spend all this quality time with him and doing an act of service is not even on my radar. It just does not even occur to me to do something practical out of my way to really help him and that that would mean the world to him. He would translate me doing that job as I really love you and I really value you. So it wasn't until we did the quiz, and there's a quiz at the back of the book uh, where you can find out your love languages and rate them. And it wasn't until we did this that I have since realized that I'd really need to be very intentional about showing him love in the way that he needs it communicated to him. Because for him, quality time is sort of in the middle somewhere. So he could sort of, yeah, it's good, but eh, either way. But particularly, I think that I, because acts of service is my lowest one, I don't even think about it. So that's been really, really insightful into looking at and knowing, okay, this is how he feels loved. So I really need to, and it's hard, but I really need to put in that extra effort to show him in that way. So those are the two books. And the other one that I wanted to share with you is the story of marriage marriage course that John and Lisa Bevere did. And that is a really beautiful course. I think it's a six-week course that we just got the DVD and the workbook too. Um, because one resolve that we said in the beginning of our marriage was that we will always be doing something for our marriage. So we will always be reading a book together or doing something to practically grow our marriage. So as part of our connect group, we decided that we would do this marriage course. And it is amazing at getting you to really think about the stuff that you don't know is lingering inside of you. So things like your past and what the foundation is of your expectations for your marriage. And we did this very early on in our marriage and we've actually just done it again now, five years later. And it's been really heartwarming to see the marriage that we have created and how we do put the work in and, and how we are now actually seeing the fruit from our work in how good our marriage is. But that one is a really good foundation one to break down anything that is not, not working for your marriage and how to rebuild it and start. And if you need to start again, it helps you to, to do that. So 
that's another really good one. But they're the three things and particularly those two books and learning that you communicate your love differently to each other and really getting a grasp of that and understanding that has been so impactful for us in that I need that nurturing love and practically what that looks like with the love languages is quality time and is talking things through and that's how I feel uh, loved and valued and then for my husband that his need is to feel respected and so how I practically can do that through the his love languages is acts of service and helping him and trying to have the house kept in order so that when he comes home it's not always a complete bomb site lately it has been but he also gives me grace and understands that um but it's not and saying that though it's not about perfection or um having these unrealistic expectations it's just that now I know that that is how that's one thing he really holds value to and yes there are days where he comes home and I haven't even thought about dinner and I just say we need to get takeaway tonight and the house is a complete mess and I'm just not there and that's okay because he knows my heart towards him and towards our home and our family as well so and in the same way too with the love languages that goes for our kids as well so just like we all have different love languages in the way that we give and receive love. So do our children. And your primary and secondary love languages may change over time, particularly um, as children grow up. You know, all, all children tend to like physical touch, but some prefer it more than others. Uh, and you can really, when you are aware of this, you can start to be really intentional on how you give and show love to your child, particularly in the way that they need it. So you know, some children really like being told, I'm so proud of you. I love you so much. You did such a good job. I'm so thankful that you're my son or daughter. I really am proud of you for trying today. They really thrive when they hear those words spoken over them. Some kids do like physical touch more. So for us, our both our kids are pretty big physical touch people. They always want to be sitting on your lap. They can't sit next to you. It has to be on you. And our, that's our daughter. Our son is very much a quality times. So he just always wants to be with us doesn't always have to be playing with us, um, but we just always have to be there with him. So it's really been good to be intentional about, okay, if I'm just sitting in the playroom with them, I don't even have to be necessarily playing anything, but it's just me being in there. I know that that for him, he has such a better day because he knows he's been fed love in the way that he needs to be fed love some kids really like gifts so if you have a child who always makes you something or brings you something that they found uh, that's a good indication that maybe your child 
likes to give and receive love in the form of gifts and it they don't have to be expensive fancy gifts a kid could give you a leaf with a stick poked through and that to them is them giving you something and showing you that they love you by giving you that little gift and then the other one acts of service this one's probably a little bit uh, different with kids but I think it's just so life-changing to understand that there is no one size fits all when it comes to love particularly our children and how different they are from child to child and how what often works for one child doesn't work for another child one of your children might be words of affirmation and they really need to hear that you love them Uh, but then you might have another child who is quality time and they don't really want to even say anything they just want to be with you so it's so good to realize and have the awareness of how your family need to be loved so I hope that that has helped you so the just to recap the things that I mentioned the love and respect book by Dr Emerson Egerichs and then the five love languages by Dr. Gary Chapman and he has also written the five love languages of children if you would like to delve into it more about your children and then the last thing was the story of marriage course by John and Lisa Pavier but I hope that that has helped you and just given you some food for thought around do I actually know how my family need to feel loved because this will change your marriage and this will change your relationship with your child knowing how they need to feel love Uh, and just on the child thing uh, Dr Emerson Egg I really should have looked at how to say that has written a book mother and son and I've just started reading that um, book as well and that has been incredible too so that's just a little add-in But thank you so much for joining me for another episode of The Wholesome Mama Show and I will be with you again soon. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of The Wholesome Mama Show. I pray that you're blessed by this conversation and if you did get something out of today's episode, I would love for you to take a moment, leave a review, subscribe and even share this episode on your socials and please don't forget to tag me at Wholesome Mama. And also, did you know that we have a community that is fully based around conversations happening in this podcast? Search on Facebook, The Wholesome Mama Community, and I will see you in there. Let's share the love and light and help more women to thrive.